What is up? You are tuned into the Fantasy Wire HQ Quick Cast, proud member of the Full Time Fantasy Network. Check them out online at fulltimefantasy.com. Thanks for jumping on today. I'm your host, Frank B. You can follow on Twitter at Fantasy Wire HQ. Bookmark the website at fantasywirehq.com. Appreciate you listening as always. Means a lot. Very, very, very much appreciated. But hey, give it a uh, subscribe, click on your podcast platform of choice, review, share it, all that good stuff. Wanted to jump into a quick cast today. Just dropped a article. It's the Fantasy Roundtable 2020 preview. I got a lot of great, great people contributing to this article. And it's just real simple. Cut up a few categories, put some players in there, and just kind of get the pulse on what you know what everybody's thinking here for the upcoming fantasy season. So with that, let's get it. I'm going to give you my takes. If you want to jump over to the website, fantasywirehq.com, it'll be in the blog section. I got 14 contributing uh, fantasy players in the game. All kinds of good people um, are in there with their picks. And what's really good about the article is there's a lot of different stuff going on with it. A lot of different perspectives, a lot of different players. So it's not the same old, everybody picks the same category and same player to slot in there. So check that out. But let me give you mine here real quick, see what you guys think. Categories, I'll run through them. Top fantasy target of 2020. It's just the top guy that I'm looking at in 2020 in my drafts. Best value pick. Let's go outside the top 25. We always know who we like at those top you know, tiers and rounds. We all go after the same ones. But who's outside of that 25? That's when the you know, when the rubber meets the road, man, when you gotta start hammering these guys, sort through the minutiae. It's a lot of preference. Uh, maybe it's best player available, so that's a category. Fantasy comeback player of this coming season. It's always somebody, right, who's going to be this season. A surprise player, maybe somebody that surprises you, comes out of nowhere. Maybe they build on a on a decent season from the prior year, but we'll take a look at who that player could be. An undraftable guy. This is a guy I want no part of in drafts. I don't care what anybody says. That's always a favorite topic of mine. And uh, finally, a 2020 rookie target. Lots of great rookies this season in the NFL draft, so... Lots of players you could go through there, and everybody likes a different one. A lot of people are on the same one, I'm not going to lie. I think we all knew who that is, uh, Chiefs running back. But let's start with the fantasy target of 2020 for me. I'm looking at Rams receiver Cooper Cup. Last season, he was the number two ranked receiver through the first eight weeks of the season. Scored five touchdowns, and then he just cooled off, right? Are you kind of wondering, what the hell happened to Cooper Cup? But I think the emergence of Tyler Higbee, tight end, played a role in cup sliding back, I think he went to about the 44th receiver, um, and that was from weeks 9 through 16. But the departure of Brandon Cooks and Todd Gurley, right? I'm going to take as many Cooper Cup shares as I can get here this season. I think, obviously, he's one of the most consistent receivers in the game. I think without those two guys um, in the target share of the offense, we'll get Cup back to his consistent, steady state, and he's on. He's on the money when he's dialed in with golf. He's a chain mover, works the field. He's great. He's a great fantasy player. He's been very, very consistent since he came into the league, and he's definitely a top target of mine. Next one would be a best value pick outside of the twenty-five top twenty-five in your drafts. This and like I said, again, going back to the beginning, I'd say this is like redraft. Um, Dynasty, not too much. It's just like a, a, a seasonal draft here. You could go either way on some of them, obviously. But for me, 
Best value pick outside the top 25. I'm going with the 49ers receiver, Debo Samuel. Lots and lots of talk on Twitter and uh, social media on Samuel, whether he's good, whether he's bad, whether he's going to do anything. He's going to do nothing. It's pretty polarizing one way or the other, but love him or hate him, I think he's a big, big target for me outside the 25 because he's really got the rhythm going with uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. He averaged 16.3 fantasy points per game last season and was pretty consistent along the way. The consistency at like the, the wide receiver 2-3 spot on my squad is what I'm looking for with value at draft time. So I know the Niners run heavy. It's most dirt. It's a big you know ground and pound type offense. But when that pass game is on, without Sanders anymore being there, it's going to go through Debo Samuel, I think. He's explosive. He can take it to the house you know, at, from anywhere on the field. They design plays for him. He can get involved in the run game. Shanahan runs up some like you know design plays just for him to scheme him into that offense. So I love Samuel this year as a, uh, as a value pick. I'm going to snatch him up in every draft I can get in. Uh, fantasy comeback player of 2020. There's a few ways I could go on this one. I thought about a lot of different players. Um, but I ultimately just kept coming back to Gronk. I don't know why. I'm not even really a big Gronk guy. I probably had him maybe once or twice in my fantasy draft resume portfolio playing history. So I'm looking at Gronk, and I mean, we all know he's a freak athlete, right? He hasn't looked by the eye test like that dominant force that we'd become accustomed to seeing the last time he was on the field. But he basically has had a full offseason to get his body right, get the workouts in, get to where he wants to be. He's going to have a full, dedicated offseason to get back into his playing shape. It's not going to be a Belichick camp. It's going to be a Bruce Arians camp. I imagine they are very, very different. And then besides the Brady connection, I think he's got solid potential to surge this season. And that's, I think that's more, he doesn't have to get down the field and split seams and do Gronk of old. He needs to get in the end zone and score touchdowns. And if you look at the Bucks without involving O.J. Howard or Brate much, um, they've got a lot of good targets they could funnel to tight ends in the red zone. He's still a beast. He's physical. You just can't cover the guy. He's uncoverable. So in short play, you know, situational red zone in the 20s type plays, I love Gronk in there. So who's to say he can't go off this season and get consistency in touchdowns some receptions, chain movers. And like I said, he doesn't have to split the seam and go flying down the field anymore. He doesn't have to run sidelines or anything like that. But as a hired gun, I love Gronk this year as a comeback player. My surprise player will be Ravens wide receiver, Marquise Brown. Am I saying that as a homer? Maybe. But the Ravens only run the ball, right? Um, After being drafted... The guy comes out with health concerns. Then he clocks in a foot injury, surgery, lingering ankle issues. We only saw glimpses of his big play potential. And that kind of left most people hanging well. Uh, not consistent. Ravens don't pass anyway. He's not all that. He's too small. So, I mean, it's gone both ways as far as different people's takes. But the Ravens, to me, obviously, yes, they're a ground and pound rushing attack. But the offense and the passing game, has, I think it's going to consistently showcase the explosive plays for the team this season. They've got faster on offense. They drafted uh, wide receiver 
James Prochet, who's another speedster. Boykin may hopefully take the next step here and become a nice red zone target. Brown with the speed, Lamar with the speed, J.K. Dobbins with the speed. So I think when Brown enters a season fully healthy, he's got a full off season of practicing with Lamar Jackson, getting some chemistry. We saw the workout videos in Florida on Twitter. They're pretty kick-ass. The ones in his driveway with just his helmet were cracking me up. Um, And then also a second season in Greg Roman's offensive playbook. I think he's going to do quite well for himself this season. He finished 19 as a top 50 receiver in only 14 games. So I think a lot of people will be surprised of how explosive this guy is going to be. I think the Ravens are going to design a lot of plays, as I said with Debo Samuel, kind of scheme him into some different type plays. And when Lamar scrambles and you're a DB that you've got to cover Brown in space, he can get away from you quick. So, I mean, I think he's got the escapability uh, to, to break himself open deep, get behind the defense and and score a lot of big plays there. We'll see how that goes, but he's definitely one of my surprise players. I'm going to pick him for this season without a doubt. My favorite one here, my undraftable player 2020. And this guy, I'm not touching. I don't care. It's not going to happen. Steelers tight end, Eric Ebron. Let me tell you, if you've listened to any podcast I've been on or past tight end talk uh, through the past couple years, the last time I went all in on Ebron, he was a complete bust. The following season, he goes over to Indy and he's gold. So, I mean, I nobody dogged him more than me and I had to eat my humble pie. I choked on it, you know, on a lot of different podcasts that I guessed it on. And then I'm like, okay, all right, let's go back. Let's, let's not throw it away. Let's get some perspective. We see what he did in, in Indy at a hell of a season. So I went back on him and got burned again. But this time I'm not buying the hype. There's no Twitter workout videos, no Twitter promises that he can post that are going to convince me otherwise. No podcast is going to flip me. Nobody's going to talk me into it. I don't want numbers. I don't want stats, nothing. I'm not going there. So to me, in my opinion, this guy, you know, he's going to Pittsburgh. He's going to split time with Vance McDonald. Mr. Stiffarm, and he's going to be a glorified Jesse James for Pittsburgh when it's all said and done. And I posted it in my article. In the event that I'm wrong, you can send me your best humble pie recipe via Twitter DM. Go for it. The final category, the 2020 rookie target, and I'm going Cowboys wide receiver CeeDee Lamb. And I know a lot of people are going, yeah, but you know, the Cowboys got so many mouths to feed now. It's just too many. You got Zeke, you got Gallup, Cooper. There's just too many. There's no way he's going to be relevant. And that's okay. I don't expect Lamb to haul in a million targets his rookie season, but I think he steps into a great balanced offensive attack. I'm looking for opposing defenses. You know, they're going to naturally focus on Cooper, Gallup, and Elliott. Those are going to be your big three there you got to contend with. And I think that's going to open up a lot of opportunity for Lamb. And for fantasy purposes, he could turn into a pretty consistent receiver option, I'm I'm thinking here. The new head coach, Mike McCarthy, loves the passing game. I think he can definitely get creative enough to get some design plays for CeeDee Lamb that are going to produce solid results. And with McCarthy, if you look at what he did in Green Bay with the three receivers, you had Jennings as your main guy. They get uh, James Jones. Jones ends up leading the season. I think he had like 14 touchdowns one season. Then you get Jordy Nelson, who is, you know, who's this guy? He ain't going to do anything. And then he shines. And they both, McCarthy will ride a hot hand with receivers. So whoever's hot, he's going to ride him. If Lamb gets hot and the 
the coverage is dictating, you know, he's getting open, he's being consistent. That's where the ball's going. And I'm telling you, you can mark it in McCarthy's offense. So that's what I'm looking for in that respect. So those are my picks for the 2020 roundtable preview. And I'll wrap it up with that. If you guys have any of your own picks or input in those categories, hit me up on Twitter, tag me and let me know who you like in those categories, who you don't like. Whatever you want to say, man, drop it. And uh, check out the article, fantasywirehq.com. It's in the blog section. And I've got 14 other contributors in there. i got Mitch Zimmer, the OG. i got Bob Lung, Alex Woodward, Marcus Eversall, Bart Winkler, DJ Flipside, Chicago Bulls DJ, Faith Anus, John Bettiglino, Tommy Moe from 2-on-1, Jeremy Kahn from 105.7 in Baltimore, my man Dennis Akulatsis, Stephen Middleton from ESPN down in Florida, Anthony McLaughlin over in Ireland, and my man Matt Parks down under in Australia. So check it out. It's a great article, great read. Let me know who your picks are. And with that, we will see you next time. Yeah, all right. This press conference is over. Go away. I no, it's over, pal. Well, it's over. Wait.